It's the dictionary. 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 Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary. This is really just for my own entertainment because I'm doing one of these TikTok videos, and it just what what is happening here is just it's I just it's just something special, isn't it? Whatever this is. Okay, we we have to read a word. Deathless. Adjective from 1589. Synonyms are immortal, imperishable. As in the example, deathless fame. Deathlessly is an adverb and deathlessness. That is a noun. Okay, we're going to stop this video and we're just going to post it real quick. And, uh, you know, if you if you would like to look at some silliness, which, of course, I think that uh, you, you probably would if you were listening to this podcast, we are here all for the silliness. Um, so, yeah, go, go to TikTok, at Speedjampar, if you want to watch that stuff. So, the synonyms for deathless are immortal and imperishable, something that just cannot die. And I don't really like the idea of that because oh you know whether or not i had a guest i probably talked about this in yesterday's episode which i have not recorded because i'm still waiting to see if i'm going to be able to schedule a guest um but uh yes it is good that there is an end to everything there's a start and an end and it is good because if there weren't then the alive times uh, the times in the middle wouldn't mean anything if there wasn't any death. And then, of course, we would all live forever, and then we'd be even more overpopulated. Can you imagine what it would be like if there was no death? You would see all of these... You you could talk to George Washington. He would be very old and decrepit, probably. But, you know, you, you would be able to talk to all these people. And, uh, you know, maybe they, like, made art or did science. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, it would be a cool cool thing if they could keep on doing what they were doing that whole time. But we would have so many people on Earth. It would. We already have too many people on Earth. So, but what are what are other things? Other things can be called deathless. There are probably things out there. No, I don't know. It says the the example is deathless fame, and I I wonder about that. Is fame can fame be deathless? Uh, will it go away eventually? Is it all about the memories? Deathlessly is an adverb. Deathlessness is a noun. I said those. Those are just fun words to say. Okay, a sound effect is um, flump. Flump. The next word is deathly. Like, as in, the deathly hallows. How do you say that word? Hallows? Hallows? Adjective from before the 12th century. Number one, the synonym is fatal. Deathly and fatal. I should say that um, we are clearly still in this section of death words, and it's it's a very serious topic. It's a thing that is uh, is tough for a lot of people, especially if they've recently gone through it, not themselves, just with somebody. But, um, you know, as I've said many times before, these are just things to to talk about. Not not all of these are going to be in, uh, in the sad death way, you know. Um, but yes, I just want to say, 
we're, we're not making light of anything uh, sad here. But we do have to finish. We have to. We we have a, a a mission here. We have to read the words and the definitions, so we can't stray from that. Uh, number two for deathly, of relating to or suggestive of death, as in a deathler, a deathly pallor. And I think a pallor is like your the way your skin looks, the color of it. Is it pale? Is it vibrant? So if you have a deathly pallor, you probably look uh, gray, white, maybe bluish. Uh, you're not going to look good is is the point. So if you are alive and you have a deathly pallor, there's something going on. Deathly is an adverb. Frump. Next is death mask. Two words, noun from 1877. Now, this, I think, is fascinating. A cast taken from the face of a dead person. So, I don't know if this is still a thing that happens, but back in the day, it says 1877, so around there might have been... Nah, they started doing this before that, right? Uh, They would put some sort of material on the face of the dead person and it would harden and they would have a perfect negative of their face and then they could make a mold out of it. And, you know, what? I don't know what what they use. Stone, metal, plaster, porcelain, things like that. Um, But then you can go see what they actually looked like. And paintings and photos will only do such a good job, but to see it, physically pretty accurate and uh, very accurate and in physical space is fascinating. Uh, I actually just saw one of these when I was in a, uh, what is it, uh, a palace, I guess, in Vienna. I was there for work. And uh, they had a death mask of some dude who lived there. That was fascinating. Thwomp. Next is death metal. And I feel like this is one of those things we may need to put in an audio example somewhere. Somewhere in this little short little section, we will put an example of death metal. I have one in mind, but I don't know if it would be considered death metal. But somewhere there will be a sound. Noun from 1987. 87. The most most death metal-y year ever. A type of heavy metal music that is characterized by the use of dark, violent, or gory imagery. And it is going to be very loud and screamy, and some people love it, and that's cool, and I appreciate what they're doing, but it's not always my first choice. It depends on what it is. I'm probably going to listen to more heavy metal than death metal. I don't really know much death metal, but we need to listen to something. Next is death rate. Two words, noun from 1852. The ratio between deaths and individuals in a specified population and time. So, how many people have died during a certain time? Um, 
death rate is this done in a percentage is it a uh, how, how does this work is it the ratio of dead people to alive people anyway it's it's all about how fast people are dying great um i ooh, i think a couple of years ago we had a very very bad death rate because of covid uh the numbers went up and that was largely preventable very much so Moving on. We have death rattle. Two words, noun from 1822. A rattling or gurgling sound produced by air passing through mucus in the lungs and air passages of a dying person. Yeah, it's just the sound that your body is making as it is relaxing and not being active in anymore. It's gradually... I wonder how quickly this happens after the actual moment of death. Is it a minute, five minutes, an hour? Uh, I'm not so sure about it. Maybe I should try and remember to uh, ask a guest if I have a guest. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I've heard I've heard stories of people seeing this happen and thinking that they're still alive, and it's super creepy. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just your body chilling releasing the gas inside. And you know we all have it. We're all going to do it. Next is death ray. Two words, noun from 1919. A weapon that generates an intense beam of particles or radiation by which it destroys its target. Uh, Does this actually exist? I know Tesla was talking about building one. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of an actual death ray, although there's probably things that the military has that could be considered a death ray if it's talking about radiation or particles. I mean, I know they have those sound gun things. Uh, So, yeah, this is fascinating. Maybe we'll see if there's a real death ray. Next is death row. Two words... Noun from 1950, a prison area housing inmates sentenced to death. And this is usually used with the word on, like the example, prisoners waiting on death row. Yeah, that's a real happy place to hang out, probably. Uh, I wonder what they talk about. Uh, row is just the name for just an area, I guess. It's just a prison area. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what can we say about that? I don't know. Okay. Well, you know, this is where, this is where more stuff comes in. Next is death sentence. Two words. Noun from 1799. Pretty sure people were being given death sentences much before that. One, a sentence condemning a convicted defendant to death. So the, the actual thing that says what's going to happen, that's the sentence. That It's called the death sentence. It's the one that convicts somebody to death. It says, I hereby claim that blah, blah, blah is going to die. Right? That's, those are kind of the words. I, I, I've never been sentenced to death. I don't know. Two, an affliction or a situation that is considered to be fatal, and then also just a prognosis of death. 
So, uh, thing considered to be fatal, and then also just uh, when when the, the the doctor has said this this sickness this whatever is going to kill your body, uh, you could you could call that a death sentence. You have been given a death sentence, and it ends in a period. Next is death's head. Two words with a hyphen and the death's has an apostrophe S. Death's head. Noun from 1596. A human skull or a depiction of a human skull symbolizing death. So an actual human skull or something that's made to look like a human skull. Maybe it's a piece of art. Maybe it's a sculpture. A sculpture and it symbolizes death. That's just death's head. Sorry, that was the chair. Death's head it's a, it's a very iconic image to talk about death. Usually when death is personified, he's got a skull, if he's got anything. Uh, yeah, it's just like, ooh, the scary, scary dead head. Next is death's head hawk moth. So many words there. Death's head hawk moth. Death's head is the same death's head from before with the apostrophe S and the hyphen, and then hawk moth is two more words. Noun from 1879. A large, dark hawk moth. That is hard to say. Especially of Mediterranean regions with markings resembling a human skull on the back of a thorax, called also death's head moth. Oh, they got rid of the hawk. Is a hawk moth or just a moth? The species name is Acherontia. Acherontia. Acherontia? Which one is it? And that's, uh, that's the first word. The second word is Atropos. Acherentia Atropos. I hope I'm close. We obviously have to post a picture of one of these so see, you can see what they look like. But if I'm not mistaken... The Silence of the Lambs cover image poster thing had these. But isn't this story something about how they didn't actually get the right ones and they had to paint on them or something? For some reason, I heard that it was not as accurate as we thought it was. But anyway, that's uh, it's just crazy that that's a real thing. I didn't even know that, I think, when, the, uh, when I first saw the movie. I think later, I was like, oh, it's real. For the... Next is Deathsman. Deaths, it's spelled Deaths Man, all one word. Noun from 1589, which is archaic. The synonym is Executioner. And I think we all can agree that Deathsman is a much more heavy metal name than Executioner, although that is also a good word. You're the one who is bringing on the death. What a responsibility, a Deathsman. Hmm. Next is Death Squad. Two words. Noun from 1969. Any of various extremist groups whose members kill suspected political adversaries and criminals. Uh, they, they just go around murdering people. That's what they're doing. And they are the Death Squad. The squad that is bringing the death. It's made. The Death Squad is made up of deathsmen. What? Uh, the reason to kill somebody, you must have a really, really, really good reason. 
Like, yeah. Moving on. Flulum is death tax. Two words, noun from 1937. A tax arising on the transmission of property after the owner's death. Especially the synonym estate tax. So you gotta, when somebody dies, you gotta pay a, you gotta pay a tax on all their stuff? Is that a tax arising from the transmission of property? I guess if that were to go to the state, maybe then you gotta pay a tax. Man, they really get you everywhere. But they do need money to pay for stuff. Next is death trap. Two words, noun from 1835. A structure or situation that is potentially very dangerous to life. It's a death trap. That's one of those quicksand sand traps. That could be a death trap. Maybe something with plants that eat people and vines and stuff. That's a death trap. Maybe a big pit with spikes. That's a death trap. Maybe I'm taking trap too, literally. Freedom. Next is death warrant. Two words, noun from 1692. One. A warrant for the execution of a death sentence. So the death sentence went out and said this person will die. But then there's a warrant? So you need another thing to say that it's now time to do this death sentence? Is that what this warrant is? Either way, you need it. You need both things. Two, the synonym is death blow, one word, and uh, yeah, a death blow, if like somebody's going to punch you so hard it makes you dead, that would be considered a death warrant. It's the thing, the warrant is the thing that says what is going to happen. Next is death watch, one word, first form, this is a noun from 1646. Before I even read the definition, I just want to think about a death watch. Is this a watch that you give somebody and it kills them? That would be a tricky watch. Or is it a watch that is going to count? Ooh, maybe it's counting down your own death. Uh, That's interesting. Or maybe it's just a cool watch that has death on it and his arms are the things that are going around in the circle. What is it really? It's a small insect that makes a ticking sound especially the synonym Death Watch Beetle. And we're going to learn more about the Death Watch Beetle very soon, in just a couple of minutes. This is from Death Plus Watch, which is a timepiece, it tells me, from the superstition that it's ticking, presages death. Presages? Presages? Presages. It's basically just predicting death. Ooh, you have to stay away from the Death Watch beetle or any other Death Watch insect. Uh, that's that. It, it, it has a ticking sound? How much does it actually sound like a clock or a watch? Maybe we need to find an actual audio example of this thing so we can hear it. Wasn't that fascinating? Uh... The second form of death watch is a noun from circa 1891. A vigil kept over the dead or dying. 
So uh, when when somebody died, uh, probably in mm, how do I say? Uh, no, I, I don't know what I was gonna say. Um, it's just people uh, hanging out, hanging out after a dead person uh, died. Maybe they're around them. They're just hanging out. They're telling stories. Uh, it's a good excuse for people to get together again. Deaths and births and weddings. Um, and so you're you're watching over the person. Is that uh, why we call it a death watch? Um, yeah, maybe I have a feeling that back in the day that things there were things like this and they would literally try to see maybe the moment when the soul disappears or maybe some people could even see that sort of thing. Uh, and uh, I think that's kind of a, you know, I think that's nice. I don't know. We, we, we don't know what's going on. Number two, the guard set over a criminal to be executed. Watch the guard that is going to be dead soon. That's your job. Next is Death Watch Beetle. Here's that more specific ticking beetle insect. Noun from 1877. Any of various small beetles that bore in seasoned or dead wood, as of old buildings, and make a tapping noise as a mating call. So now we know that they live in dead wood. It's seasoned or dead. (laughs) Seasoned? What is it? Is it blackened? Salt and pepper? Um, Or it's dead wood, uh, like old buildings. So you got to watch out for these old wood buildings because they might have some death watch beetles. Uh, It does not say where they live, though, so I can't help you there. And uh, when it wants to mate, which is probably every day, it uh, makes a tapping sound, which must be the one that sounds like a watch. It is of the family Onibiidae. I don't know. A-N-O-B-I-I-D-A-E. It's got that double I. How do you say that? Anobiidae. Especially the species name, Zestobium rufivillosum. That sounds like something that they would say in Harry Potter to cast a spell. Uh, here's some Death Watch Beetles. Next is Death Wish. Two words, noun from 1913. The conscious or unconscious desire for the death of oneself or of another. It's a very, very specific and clear name. It's just a wish of death. Next is the first form of Deb, D-E-B, noun from 1920, and the synonym is debutante. Guess they get called Debs. Next is the second form of Deb, abbreviation for Debenture. Is that how you say that word? D-E-B-E. I'm going to find it real quick. Debenture. Yeah, debenture. What is this? Um, that uh, That's what Deb means, debenture. And we will learn about that in two episodes. Okay, we have one more word for this episode. It is debacle. Debacle, debacle. 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 Oh, see, this is where they use that little division symbol, which means that this is a not standard pronunciation, but it does get used, so they got to put it in here. Debacle. That's what some people say. 
It's debacle to me. Oh, also, what is this debacle? It's no, it's debacle. Debacle, because there's an accent on the E and the A. On the E, it's down on the left and up on the right. And on the A, the accent is the little carrot. Day, 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 uh, what is it? Debacle. Debacle. Okay, that's another way to say it. Noun from 1802. One, a tumultuous breakup of ice in a river. That would be a debacle. Two, a violent disruption as an army. Yes, an army. <laughs> if they're shooting at people, that will be a very violent disruption. That will definitely be a debacle. Debacle. Uh, the synonym there is rout. R-O-U-T. 3A. A great disaster. I feel like debacle is kind of an understatement. If it's a great disaster like the Chicago fire or a massive earthquake. 3B is a complete failure. And the synonym is fiasco. Ooh, that was just a big, a big old problem. It was a debacle. It failed. Uh, okay, let's see. The etymology is from the French debacler. Debacler? That means to clear. To clear? To clear. And then, well, that's interesting. So then it's from the Middle French debacler. It's from de plus bacler, which means to block. So those are completely opposite, and that doesn't make any sense to me. To block and to clear. Um, also from the Latin baculum, which means staff. Don't get that. Okay, so today we had the words deathless, deathly, death mask, death metal, death rate, death rattle, death ray, death row, death sentence, death's head, death's head, hawk moth, deathsman, death squad, death tax, death trap, death warrant, death watch, death watch, death watch, beetle, death wish, deb, deb, debacle. So many death words. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of interesting stuff here. Audrey, do you have a, a recommendation of what I should pick? Uh, you know, debacle would be the most different. Um, we probably picked a death-related word yesterday, which hasn't been recorded. Um, yeah, maybe we'll just do debacle. Debacle is the word of the episode. This podcast is a debacle. Boop, boop. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. We are coming back for another season, and we are here to answer the hard-hitting questions like, did Jodorowsky's Dune inspire the modern era of sci-fi? Why did we get two Dune video games from the same company in the same year? What was the real reason Disney dropped the production for Nimona? Is it Kingdom of the Sun or Kingdom in the Sun? Why is Sting so miserable? How many monsters did Godzilla fight? Why do studios in the U.S. think it's okay for them to make Godzilla movies? The Haunted Mansion and the Pirates of the Caribbean ride were supposed to be connected? Is Crimson Peak just a reincarnation of Guillermo del Toro's The Haunted Mansion? Was Willem Dafoe really going to be a villain in Treasure Planet 2? And what, what is, is a Star, Star Wars? War? 
This season, we answer all these questions and more in the fourth season of How Did This Not Get Made starting June 17th. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.